Ian's Driving Double Feature presents 70's Friends of Frankenstein, episode 24, a minute-by-minute podcast covering two films from 1973, two wonderful Frankenstein knockoffs, Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80, the first, uh, the former in the U.S., the latter in, well, it's an Italian film, I forget, where is it, in Germany, is it in Germany, um, anyway, and we're just cooking along. I'm Dan. I'm your host. Yeah, we're we're 23 minutes in at the beginning here. We're 24 minutes in at the end, and uh, I am still in the midst of this trying to do shorter episodes and seeing how it goes. Um, and you know the 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 minute of Blackenstein at least, which I just watched, um, you know, isn't going to be tough for me to say not a lot about. Um, but. We'll, we'll we'll see as it goes how how it goes. I mean, I I thought the last batch was pretty were pretty sharp, um, being edited at the way they were, and they were all around an average of say twelve to thirteen minutes instead of around like eighteen nineteen. But we'll see. Anyway, Blackenstein. Uh, uh, again, we're starting forty uh, second of the uh, home video version on the Severn Blu-ray. We are semi-sort of comparing, but not spoiling, to what's happening on the theatrical version. The theatrical version is mostly um, Winifred in uh, the laboratory, and Malcolm approaches her and says something to her, and it's something important, which um, I'm not going to say now, but is foreshadowed in the minute you're about to listen to here. To bolster and surplant the DNA, possibly replace it. I hope that the RNA, when solved, will not require daily injections like the DNA does. We'll check with you later, Bruno. Goodbye, Doctor. Now, Eddie, we're going to give you an injection that will put you to sleep. So two big things actually happen this minute. Well, well, the thing I actually have in my head is they they leave Bruno there with his um his tiger leg, and uh, I did think to myself, can he walk on those legs? Does he have enough strength to walk on those legs, or does he have to stay in bed the whole time? At the beginning of the minute, I like that where the um the uh, Doctor Stein there blabbers about the DNA with the RNA and the that's good stuff. That's good stuff, Doctor Frank. Uh, Doctor Stein. Anyway, what that scene with Bruno has in it that you can't see is that Malcolm keeps throwing glances over at Winifred. Actually, I say he's throwing glances over at her. He actually seems to be looking over her head. He actually seems to be looking oh, because he's much taller than the two of them. He actually seems to be looking over Dr. Stein's head and over her head and at the wall. But then when it cuts to her and she looks in his direction, you, you're, you're like, oh, oh, he's looking at her. Because he keeps like he keeps like looking over there, and you, you can't sort of tell whether he's like he's like looking at her with a sort of like. So what do you think about that? This this old Kraut's got a tiger leg, or whether he's looking at her like, yeah, you want a bit of Malcolm? Mm-hmm. It's a little tough, specifically because the eye um, the eye line is not 
really that good. Her line eye, eye line eye, eye line is fine, but his is where's he looking? He should be looking looking a bit down more. Uh, anyway, that that's sort of the major thing in there. I mean, for me, it was actually wondering can he walk? Can this guy walk on those legs? Um, but but that's sort of a thing there. He's kind of throwing her these glances. Um, which, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. Although, you know, if he likes her, he likes her, you know. But then he's also, whenever he's, half the time he spends with her, you know, she's she's with her, you know, limbless um, fiancé. So maybe he should cut that out. And then the second half of the minute is, yeah, they're finally prepping Eddie. They've, they've got an arm um, s- sitting by. And um, as, you, as you heard, you, all the, all the um, strict fadness is going on all around them. And, and um, Winifred is about to inject uh, Eddie with something, and they are going to um, begin the, um, the, the transplantation, the um, uh, attachments, the, uh, the fun, the good times. So well, it's funny, isn't it? Over on um, Frankenstein eighty, forgive me if, I, if I'm wrong, but in that one, I think the doctor there is about to give his um, monster mosaic um, what like a kidney and a ball. So in this one, we're about to hey, we're we're sinking up again. And I was like, when we do that, so right, so that's about all that happens in this minute. I mean, again, the um, the laboratory has less of a feeling. Um, of a laboratory more of a feeling of like just a corner of a warehouse you know or or like a studio set that they they just put stuff in but they didn't actually like decorate the set you know they didn't they didn't make it look like they thought if they they had an empty set and if they put enough lab equipment in it it would look like a lab rather than a strange room with a lot of lab equipment in it and and it looked like a strange empty room with a lot of lab equipment in it rather than a lab it looks like um it looks like a sort of thing. It's, it's it's almost like maybe um, it's like Doctor Stein's uh, you know travel in laboratory. You know he rolls into town. Just give him a big empty room. He'll roll the stuff in. He'll experiment on you. He'll put a tiger leg on you. It'll be fantastic. He'll make you look twenty years younger than you are. But if you don't get a shot every twelve hours, well you're going down the tubes. That's it, it, that's really what it looks like. It it looks like he's a he's some sort of traveling scientist. I mean he's got such a big house there. You would have you would have thought this is a high ceiling room. Two. This is not a. Uh, this is not like a small room. This is a. We got a lot of headroom here, and so I, I'd like to know exactly where this is in there. Maybe this is. Maybe this is um. Maybe it's a room he built on with like an extra generator or something to take all the power, and and maybe it's a room he just never. I mean, I could see that. Like if I really wanted a lab to experiment in, and I had the money and such to build it, I would have them build it. And when I brought in all the equipment, I probably, you know, like someone would probably walk in and say, um, this looks like a big empty room with lab equipment in it. You want to make it look more like a lab, you know, hang something on the wall, hang a picture of someone on the wall, you know, to do something, um, make it look like, a, make it look like a home, you know, rather than somewhere, you know, sit, sit a spell, you know, you know, it's, it's like when you go in someone's apartment and they still have all their, um, or their house and you know all the uh you know p- pictures haven't been hung yet and thing boxes are are just, well technically we've been in our house now for over 10 years and there are at least three boxes in the garage that we've never really emptied there are some boxes in there that we put in there since we moved in but there are at least three maybe maybe two i may be over exaggerating boxes that we have not that have simply been sitting there and they simply have stuff in it that we don't need we don't use and one day we will empty you know what the best bet, I would say, is almost just if they're been in there that long, just leave them in there. It'll save time. You know, the day we move, it'll save time if we just kept everything in there. We don't unpack stuff from the boxes. It's just easier that way. 
anyway yeah so that's that's the whole minute of blackenstein here the um the the uh i i guess he's gonna put on a he, he said one third so i don't know if that means like he's gonna put on the arms now and then a leg and a leg i don't know if a leg is more i wouldn't imagine although maybe maybe is there more i don't know i mean the legs down there near the groin and everything and stuff and the intestines and the arms are i don't know i i have no concept if anyone listening knows if it's easier to stitch an arm on someone than it is to stitch a leg please get in touch with me you you know where to get in touch with me so anyway that is 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 blackenstein minute 24 and now let's go, uh, home video version. And now let's go to Frankenstein 80. We begin Frankenstein 80 10 seconds into the German Blu-ray. And when we left it last, Dr. Frankenstein had taken the Schwartz serum and the organs out of the fridge and was wheeling his little tray towards his fella to experiment. And I imagine we're probably just going to get a minute of um, him experimenting or 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 implanting these organs it's i mean with him it's it's organs um and not limbs so um and we'll we'll see more what's going on there and what uh, what what's what's happening but i don't think in this minute so listen to this This guy's a real jerk, right? I, he, 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 he's creating this guy who clearly is in is in mosaic, who's clearly in pain most of the time because the things are failing. So what was it, the liver or whatever, the kidney, whatever? Why have I forgotten all of a sudden? But the organ, the the one organ failed, and one of his his left nut failed. Oh, the sexual potency increased. Oh, that's what we need. Is this? Does this guy know that this thing is getting out at night? to kill people it's a strange kind of kind of kind of a thingy because if he brought him back if he pieced him together and brought, how did he bring him back to life or was he actually maybe not dead what's true i mean because you always give frank son you always have the monster you always have that moment of creation um you know and we're getting sort of Blackenstein doesn't really do that. Blackenstein kind of ends up being something sort of different happens. Um, but but in, in this one, I mean, presumably this guy using the body parts created this man. I mean, the man seems pretty, unta- I mean, intact. Just just the organs um, keep keep being rejected and keep not working, so that's why he stole the Schwartz serum. And that's fine in um, Jim Dandy. But how did he... Um, how did he bring him to life? How 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 would that how does that happen? I mean, I mean, I don't think the I don't think the movie's going to answer that. I don't think it's even going to. Yeah, I, I don't. 
I mean, because there's a thought in the back of my head that did he create this from like like with the, with the monster the, the the Boris Karloff one was it bits and pieces of all sorts of different things, or was this mainly like mainly a dead guy, and he replaced all the organs and maybe a body part or two, with with organs that were working and got him back to life. You know, you know what I mean. So he didn't have to use electricity or anything. You know, he was able to steal enough working organs that he was able to bring him back to life. But of course, he, you know, woke up screaming. You know, it's I, I think it's kind of monkey's paw. Like he woke up screaming and in pain, and and now he has to keep um, replacing with organs. I mean, that's I guess that's a variation of Black and Side too. I don't think that's what they say happens in the movie we just have this guy and he's brought this thing to life and it's, since he's dr frankenstein we naturally assume it's it's built and it is built up of parts from other others but but yeah i wonder if it's like it's mostly just built up of parts the organs the interiors are, are taken from others and he's constantly having to replace those bits and bobs of the interior but the actual body that like that was a guy who showed up in the morgue and he could see that the guy was strong and and um maybe had a few organs that were still okay and he said you know i'm going to take him but then where'd he get him from he i don't think he would have dug him up i think i think the body would have had to be relatively fresh huh and he would have got had to get him somewhere and start pumping some blood through his body or something like that to keep him moving because just digging him up oh i miss the days which is a good bolt of lightning would take care of everything gosh i was just for some reason i was just thinking of thor you know whenever he changed it he gets struck by lightning he got struck by lightning in the comics didn't he, he get struck by lightning and become thor doctor what was the doctor's name in um thor when you know the crippled doctor who who would hit the stab ah, I'm, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent there but um yeah i, I yeah because that never that never occurred to me about this movie is that we don't all we know is that mosaic was apparently once dead or cl- or close that we don't even know that and he's just this this thing that this doctor is keeping alive by constantly replacing organs and now hopefully going to use the schwartz serum and hope that that will assist in some way but yeah we never i don't think we actually learn we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that we don't think we ever actually learn like we'll learn what happens to eddie what makes eddie into what he becomes but we never learn with mosaic i mean just the fact that he calls him mosaic means i think the doctor's in on the joke too but but mm, it would just it would just seem to me that the easiest thing to do would be to take a dead body that's in decent shape replace any limbs and then start replacing organs that have failed or not work i mean maybe the guy um, died of heart failure so the first thing he had to do was get him a new heart and then start pumping the blood through him and then well that would make sense too and if he start what well, it was make sense this doesn't make sense but if he's no if he say he put a new heart in him and started pumping the blood through him uh and then he would discover what other organs weren't working and then maybe gradually replace those but how would the brain work though the brain the brain doesn't seem in good shape anyways did now I really want to know, is this is this a Frankenstein monster-esque thing pieced together from a bunch of corpses, or is this more or less one person with a sort of potpourri of organs? All I can think of them was Brain of Morbius, when the Morbius monster is chasing um, uh, the Doctor and Sarah, and they they um, they uh, they laugh at him and call him, you know what, Chop Suey, the Galactic Emperor, and then I forget if it's the Doctor Sarah, Sarah says something like, or you could, you could, we could call you potpourri which is a great line. 
But that's about it for this minute. Well, no, actually, that isn't it at all for this minute. I haven't actually talked about what happened in the minute. The the minute is basically this this you know the the Dr. Frankenstein with the mask on at his tape recorder, and you hear about the gonads or the uh, however he says it. And you hear about the other organs that aren't doing well, and um, I mean, the thing is, this would all be fine and great. Um, uh, you know, he. It's. I imagine it's extremely unethical to to nab a couple organs from the recently deceased, but it it all falls down if he knows that the monster is getting out. I mean, he's specifically hidden away in a secret spot within the hospital, which does look more like a laboratory than um than Doctor Stein's large room does. It looked cramped, but um, you take what you can get. But yeah, that that's what I want to know is how is the monster getting out? Does the monster have enough cognizance to see that when Doctor Stein leaves, he goes after him? But then surely he should like know. I mean, where's my trench coat? You know, or um, you know, uh, uh, Mosaic. I was checking your expense report, and did you buy a large trench coat? Are you going out at night? Are you? Did you buy yourself a jaunty hat? And and who's been stealing all the um scalpels and? What is the other name that that we got for the the other kind of scalpels? The um, damn it, I forgot. Oh, but yeah, and that that's the thing about it. At the end of the day, I mean, like like we said, there there was a theory at the beginning that when he steals that woman's what kidney liver, um, that he he may be bringing that back and showing to him, and and the doctor's going, oh, your liver's in trouble. Okay, we'll get you a new one. But at the same time, you know the the movie's not going to answer any of this. Um, the monster will stumble out, kill some more people, then it'll get free and rampage, as it were, and then the movie will end, and we'll never learn any of these questions that I've asked over the past seven minutes or so. Will never, I don't think, ever get answered. Um, I don't even remember if we get like a proper thing from Doctor Frankenstein about what exactly he's doing and how he's been doing it. I think we just see it, and we we have to assume that um, is Frankenstein style. Mm. Okay, well, we'll see what happens next time. Maybe we'll get some gore. Um, looking at this old guy playing with the tape recorder for a minute, I actually, that minute felt like it went on for about four minutes to me, uh, actually. But um, but you did get to hear them say gonad a few times. So that could be worth the price of admission. So this was 70's Friends of Frankenstein, episode 24. Uh, next time, um, oh, well, the, the interesting thing is that um, I thought this, um, I did think this minute was going to be experimenting in Frankenstein 80, but it's not. The next minute will be, just in the same way that the next minute will be experimenting in, well, not experimenting, um, putting limbs on, on Eddie in um, Blackenstein. So hopefully um, we, we can do some parallels and some linking up and everything like that. But uh, this episode was a little longer than I meant it to be, but I, I, I think it turned out okay. Be good to yourself, everybody, and uh, I will talk to you next time. Listen to this.